Hey mom. Hey baby. My name is Theory with an I. And I am Danny with a Y. And you are tuned in to Eating Rotten Apples. Hey. Hey. I just wanted to introduce our guest, Jordan Waxter. If you are not familiar with Jordan Waxter, we did a story on her in her molestation case, our second episode. So I know you guys had a lot of questions and you you guys were really intrigued about who Jordan was and where, what she stands for. So I'm really happy to introduce you and thank you for coming on our show. Thank you for having me, <laughs> seriously. But I did want to um, sit here and of course, like we do every episode is thank you guys so much for all the love and support that you guys have given us. Yes, um, we are number 26 on today's date. Today is, what's today's date? Um, it is March, March 12th. 12th, March 12th, 2023, we are sitting at number 26 in the United States of America ratings. That's so cool. That's I, so crazy. It's, isn't it? And I just wanted to say thank you guys all for commenting, sharing, and giving us tips on how we can do better. I am always up for constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. Whenever you guys have an, if you guys have an idea or something that we could do better to improve our show for you guys, because you guys are the listeners. I'm all ears. But again, we did want to say thank you guys very much. Yes, we're, we were going to ask questions, but we're not going to make it's it so like... interesting. Yeah, it's just such a... <laughs> not interesting, but thank you. It's just a, a topic that a lot of people can relate to. So it's kind of not... It's intriguing to have someone actually speak their side. Yeah. And so that we can understand from... Because we I'm, can understand a different point of view of it. I think, I think also it's sad that so many people can relate to mm -hmm. it, but I think it's something that should be talked about more yeah. in a comfortable situation. I've definitely reached a point in my growth where I am comfortable speaking about it. Yeah. I haven't always been, but I think that if just a couple of us who have unfortunately been through it are courageous enough to start speaking about it and taking back that power i think that it will change everything for everyone who has been through it yeah mm -hmm. i agree um, i agree i think that you just have to put yourself out there make yourself vulnerable for the betterment of the future mm -hmm. you know we're mm -hmm. helping people in the future we couldn't help ourselves because it's not talked about and it's not something that a lot of people feel comfortable bringing to the light but we can lead the revolution that helps people start feeling comfortable speaking about this awful thing that's happened to so many yeah i mean as a as a listener because i'm not a product of that that type of trauma yeah but i have close friends i've had family members that have experienced it and our trauma from the situation is totally different from mm -hmm. the resource like but you i are... think that's important that it's an acknowledgement that there still is trauma from everyone who's been through it yeah yes it's not just the, the victim, the immediate victim who yeah. it, the act happened to, but it's everyone around them. Yeah, I know my mom. mom. Yeah, yeah, my mom is still really um, like influenced by it. My brother with his yeah. daughter now. Yeah. Me with my daughter and my brother's daughter, my yeah. fiance. Like it's affected all of us it's so like, much. It's not just the person who has to deal with it. It's everyone in the situation. Yeah. It's a trickling effect. You know, and not just your immediate family. Yeah. His immediate the the molester. Yeah. His, his family is also affected by it because you are still close with his kids. Yeah. Are you close with all of them? I am not close with all of them. Um, there, so he does have um, children spread across a lot 
like a big age range. Yeah. Um, and I'm not close with the older ones. I did have a relationship with them at one point, but yeah. it's not because of anything. Um, I've spoken to them about what happened with their dad, mm-hmm. and um, it's been nothing but like an outpouring of love from them. It's oh. just that I don't have. I've never been close to them. You know, okay. you have those family members that you. You yeah, love them from afar, yeah, but you like, don't really have yeah. a relationship with them. Yeah, I know you're there, and I know that the love is always going to be there, and the support is going to be there, but we don't have that kind of interaction yeah. day-to-day. And that's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's I have okay. family members that I don't see all the time. And yeah. yeah, but still there's still that, that love for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the kids that I grew up with, the ones that I was really close with um, growing up, um, I'm still close with two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them isn't interested in having a relationship with me which is okay i that doesn't bother me i still love him mm-hmm. i will still always love him yeah. but um i don't know how to handle the dealing with the information that my father is a child molester because it's never happened to me yeah, yeah. so i yeah. can't fault anyone for handling it the way that they see fit yeah. i don't have to agree with someone's actions but it is not my life and it is not my place to tell them what they can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. I have to support them no matter what yeah. because it's their life. Yeah. Right. So with him not having a relationship with me, it does hurt me, but it's been such a long time that I'm used to it and I'm not going to ever fault anybody for dealing with the trauma that they were put through mm-hmm. in the way that protects them the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually he'll get to a point where we can have a relationship, but yeah. Until then, I do love him, and I do wish nothing but the best for him. Yeah. I love that. Very big of you. He's very, very I mean, just to accept how he's feeling, because he is a human being, too. Exactly. And again, his whole reality came crumbling down when he's seen a version or was faced with the version of this man that he's never, you know, had to acknowledge you had to deal with it in a different light like this is your your favorite uncle yeah and you were smacked in the face with that reality of who he was yeah how did you feel when other people came forward um so it was it was there were two emotions so first of all i felt um proud because i was like okay i helped these women these girls come forward and feel strong enough to say like okay like we've got this together if i can't do it alone we can do it together um but then i also felt so guilty because if i had come forward sooner then maybe they wouldn't have had to endure any of it or at least not as long as they had to endure it so i it was twofold and yeah i mean i can only imagine that that exact feeling and i can see exactly where you came from but that was never your responsibility not to have touching these little children yeah no and like that's easy to like say like i know i know that you know i know it but but reality is yeah you feel like if you would have yeah so you you feel guilty that you held that secret so close to your heart that somebody else got hurt in the process exactly but do you feel guilty now um i think a part of me will always feel guilty i'll always feel guilty that I didn't say something sooner, but looking back and, and remembering the journey that it, that I took to get to where I finally spoke up, um, it was impossible. Yeah. Like the way that everything played out was exactly how it was supposed to. Yeah. When I was younger, there is no way in my, in my mind now that I ever would have said anything. If it weren't for my cousin 
finding my diary yeah. and and kind of like calling me out i never would have said anything to anyone but then in that i kind of leaked the stories of my brother so it was like this unspoken yeah. um like secret that we were both carrying where we just didn't talk about it ever and then um yeah i just there's no point in in my journey that i ever would have been able to like yeah. come forward sooner do you guys talk about it i know i changed the names during the first podcast mm -hmm. so i don't know i did not want to share anybody's name no, but okay. i'll just keep the same names as before that's fine okay <laughs> um so does the you and McKenna still have a relationship and has she ever you, you know talked to you about that when you did come for yeah we talked about it a lot so unfortunately she had been through it before too oh gosh, um I yeah know. i think i don't i'm not sure but i think a couple of times but um she had kind of she has always been like such a strong voice against it because she's dealt with it since she was unfortunately so young oh my. so yeah we talked about it a lot while she was visiting that summer um and i mean i'm sure we've touched on it since then i'm yeah. sure when um everything happened and the charges came forward i'm sure i spoke to her about it i can't it's remember funny. for sure but um and then yeah we still have a great relationship yeah. we've always just had an amazing relationship Aww. so yeah she's always gonna be really close to my heart with her, I mean, I don't want to talk off topic because she's not here to even talk about her situation, mm -hmm. but does she ever face her abusers or abuser? I'm not 100%. I, I actually don't know because, like we've said before, like, it's it was kind of, it was known in our family, but it wasn't talked oh. about, which is, like, I understand it because it's, like, how far do you step into someone else's story? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, how much do you put out there? concerning someone who's not your child so like with like the aunts and uncles telling their kids yeah, yeah. like would it be uncomfortable I'm sure is what was going through their minds and then also it was like taboo I mean I grew up in the 90s it was taboo like yeah. you just you knew about it but you just didn't talk about it we would have been so prepared if, yeah. if somebody would have like spoken up and said that this was like a possibility I, I knew about it but I just never thought that it was something that happened to like me here yeah. Yeah, we all think that we're a little invincible in that type of aspect. It's yeah, like, it can never happen to me. No, and your it can never happen to me happened when you were just eleven. You, you were very young. young. So, I do you think that it altered your reality of how the world works? Yeah, for sure. Oh my yeah. god, it ruined Long it time. ruined my my like relationship with all of the men in my family. Um, I honestly, even to this day, like I still get weird around people and it's not even I these are people that have never been a threat to me ever in my life mm. and I still don't feel 100% comfortable with them or them with my daughter yeah. mm -hmm. it's like it's because Uncle Tommy never gave you a reason to not trust him mm -hmm. so yeah, you don't know what somebody's capable of unfortunately it's a life lesson that you will never forget mm -hmm. and your trust for others will always be questionable yeah absolutely like at work I like the I used to have a coworker I was extremely close with. She left. She abandoned me. <laughs> if you're listening to this, oh, she will listen and she will know who I'm talking about. Um, but you she knew that um, I was really uncomfortable being alone in a room with men. And the area that we work in, um, it's like close. It's like a it's a room off by itself. It's like right off of another big area of the building. But it was just her and I in there mm -hmm. all day. And then when, like, a man would come in to do whatever he needed to do in that room, she would, like, never leave me by myself because Aww. I was open with her about what happened. We love this coworker, Aaliyah. 
Aaliyah, we love you. Oh, I've heard about Aaliyah. Yeah. <laughs> she yes. told me about Aaliyah before. <laughs> yes, we love Aaliyah. Okay. But yeah, it's just like, and then that's another thing. It's like having the, there's people in your life that you know are going to be there for you no matter what, yeah. you know, but um, that you feel comfortable like confiding in because mm -hmm. you do, I mean, you've been through something horrible. You need those allies to kind of help you there somebody in your life was supposed to protect you whether it was a stranger or somebody that you knew they were supposed to protect you they had no right to your body they yeah. had no right mm -hmm. to talk to you or touch you that way yeah. Mm -hmm. um yeah. and when somebody crosses that line it it makes you feel so unsafe yeah so unsafe um i don't know it's it's like it's the only thing that's running through my head right now is uh, my mom was diagnosed with colon cancer and um she is doing great she's cancer free thank god but um this was a couple of years ago and the cancer had like gone it was um it had gone through her intestine right or through her colon and the doctor told us that there was kind of like a bag in her stomach that holds all your organs and when the cancer broke through it kind of tainted that very sterile bag you know there was nothing in this bag that was like unsafe yeah. until the cancer broke through and then it was like this this bad thing that's kind of the only thing I can compare it to is that I had this safety net this yeah. this great incredible force around me that like nothing could touch me I was invincible yeah. and then somebody broke through it and then you're never safe again you can never patch that hole back up that's a great mm -hmm. analogy that's so it's kind of like it. your job to to not you're not using these people but you're setting these people that you have relationships with in place to kind of protect you kind of to fill that hole that was broken broken as a human being i would never want to be violated in that way and especially by somebody that i considered a protector mm -hmm. somebody that you loved and valued so i i really do take my hat off to you and the strength and courage that you found however you found it you found it and you have led the path to so many other people to have a voice mm -hmm. whether you know it or not like whenever you do share your story somebody is saying there's a testimony that I can actually hang on to and clutch on to. Like she, I'm taking her strength. So I admire you for that. Yeah. And there's somebody that is very close to me. You know, I, I can't talk about her, but I love when you guys talk because I know that she looks at you and she admires you a lot when it comes to that. Just. I think that she needs to give herself more credit because she's yeah, come she leaps and bounds. Yeah, she, she's she has. amazing. And with that, you know, she told me when we were young what happened to her. So I think it not happened to, happening to me, but knowing it happened to her, it ultimately changed my dynamic of men too. It's like, oh, shit. like I don't trust men. I still have an issue with men, but yeah. knowing it happened to you, knowing it happened to her, and knowing it happens to so many other women, it's just terrifying that these people, these they're not even people. They're monsters and they think they are monsters. They have the audacity to think that they can try and control you because they think that you're weak. Yeah. When really you're you're strong. You're very strong. And um I took my head off to you so many times, um, when we were talking about when you're eleven and you told him no. Like don't do it. Oh that. gosh. And your intuition and your gut when you guys were playing pool. Like I told my mom when we were reading it, like for her being 11 years old, like, like that, because there's so many people that were just like, okay, like, you know what, it's fine. 
but you're even even though you question yourself like maybe he's just like maybe he's just like not doing that like it's okay you still trusted your intuition yeah i don't know where it came from (laughs) intuition never lies because you knew there was something in the back of your head good touch bad touch would yeah and you know yeah yeah and for being 11 years old i i just i just take my hat off to you because there's so many kids that were just like no no like no it's fine just just it's fine. They're an adult, so I just gotta let them do yeah. whatever. Yeah. But you were like, no, like, do not touch me. You got up and you left. And I'm just very proud of you, and I definitely take my hat off to you for that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know so where much. it came from, honestly. My <laughs> mom used to say all the time, like, um, I, like, just wish you'd get a little bit thicker skin. Like, I wish you wouldn't be so sensitive. I wish you'd stand up for yourself a little bit more, because I was such a people pleaser. And yeah. now she's like, I prayed it too many times and now it's like she's too tough she hurts yeah. it is too thick because yeah. now i just don't care but um yeah. yeah i don't know why i don't i really don't know where that strength came from because, big jordan yeah this version of you a little bit of her came out and was like absolutely not mm-hmm. dude yeah Back the fuck up yeah it was really weird I, I and i was so oh my god i was so <laughs> scared like i looking back like now i'm just like holy shit I got scared reading your story. You guys have to understand, Jordan wrote in in a phenomenal 20-page story. <laughs> of really long. 22 to be exact. <laughs> 22 pages in such detail. I really wanted to read it front to back, front to back. I, I'm still considering doing that. Um, but it was so well written I could feel I could smell his breath I could feel how scared you were I envisioned a whole entire story thank you I mean it's it's sad because it's still that's how deeply ingrained it is into your soul Mm -hmm. like I I there's so so many things that have happened to me that I'll never remember yeah but that one is just like it's kind of hard to forget I could I could play it i wish i could like hook something up to my brain so you guys could see it in the movie because i can just like it's so deeply ingrained you could describe it yeah you could feel it it's just terrifying how has your mom you know dealt with this with with you with me like Um, is there anything that sticks out of your mind that made you feel safe and just the respect that she had for me honestly is like huge the respect that she gave me throughout the entire situation of like this is your call you call the shots like um honestly I don't know if I would have had that patience like if my daughter came to me today and was like oh something happened but I don't want to go forward with like charges I don't want to say anything I'm afraid of what people will say I would be like girl bye what the fuck ever like she doesn't even want to tell me like issues that happen in school anymore because i'm like before she can even get the sentence out i've got the school on the phone like yeah so yeah. um maybe that's something i need to work on with yeah, yeah, very yeah. protective yeah. but you know what and that is your you know how ugly the world can be so you're yeah just, i think like, i just come claws out yeah you're, you're like <laughs> yeah what happened who did it? i will fight again yeah <laughs> I know I have pushed a kid at the playground because this little boy pushed her and I was like and the dad was walking over to me and he was like um did you just push him I was like yeah he pushed my baby and he (laughs) 
I thought he was going to beat me up, but he just was, he gripped his son up and he was like, you don't hit girls. And da, 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 da. I was like, oh, okay, thank you for <laughs> But no, but as moms, we have to learn how to not overreact mm -hmm. so much because yeah. then they get to a point where they're like, I cannot tell her because she's going to go from one to 50. I need her to meet me at five. I know. I have to, like, I'll tell her, like, I promise I won't call the school <laughs> if you just tell me. So, yeah, I have to work on that. But with my mom, like, that was the thing, like, the respect yeah. that she had. And maybe some people don't think it was the right way to handle it, but it was the right way to handle it for me. If yeah. she would have done it any other way, it would have definitely done, like, like more irreparable damage to mine and my mom's relationship. So that's amazing that you just said that because I, I say this all the time. She raised you and she did what she had to do for you, mm -hmm. not for her. Yeah. It's how she knew that you needed to heal and process what happened to you. Yeah. So the fact that she didn't push... I, I respect her immensely for that because yeah. that not a lot of parents can do that. It's it's like you want results right now. Mm -hmm. You but knowing how she handled it, it's like she knew that you've been dealing with this for years already and confronting it overnight wasn't going to end well for you mentally. Yeah, definitely. So I I do respect her for how she conducted herself. She did it for Jordan. Jordan. She did it for yeah. Jordan. No. She is the prime example of I have my be my daughter's best interest at heart. Yeah. No, my mom, my, <laughs> both my parents, my parents are, they, they are great parents. I know like, they are. We had the best childhood, Dustin and I. Oh. Dunkle. So we. <laughs> Dunkle. Oh my God. When I heard you say Dunkle, I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so The only hard. character I knew I didn't have to change was Megan because. Yeah. I mean, and your mom. But I, I didn't want to put everybody else's name yeah. out there out of respect because I do love everybody like I really do and yeah I didn't have permission to use everybody's name but no and like that's the thing is like I think it's so weird because we still for the most part all maintain a really good relationship yeah like the the family and yeah. I outside of him yeah, yeah. good because that's he true. shouldn't be able to dictate whether the relationship's you know, thrive or not. Yeah. Because of, of his bad decision making. Yeah. Um, has he ever tried to reach out to you? No, he's not allowed to. Thank God. Yeah. One time, what, okay, so we moved back down here when my daughter was, we lived in Pennsylvania for a little while. York. And we lived in York and then we moved further north, um, mm -hmm. like right outside of like Harrisburg, kind of near Hershey. Okay. Um, and we moved back down when my daughter was like one. And, um, we were going to somewhere. I, I don't know if I can say the place. So we were going somewhere you to a restaurant. Yeah, we were going to Subway, and um, he, I guess, worked there. And he walked outside, and this was after I'd like after we'd done the whole court yeah. thing, yeah. and he didn't have to go to jail, so he was just out as like a sex offender, whatever, registered sex offender. And we drove by. We were going to get food, and he worked there, and I almost well I my my heart was in my stomach I felt so sick it was the first time that I had like seen him yeah um oh. and then I saw him a couple of months ago um at court it wasn't for me it was for someone else but um it that was a really cool experience because I got to stand up with her while she gave her victim impact statement yeah um it was for an appeal so he had already been sentenced um but so I guess still appealing this yeah, I guess we did, but um, 
I got to stand up with her while she did her victim impact statement and it was cool because I never got that with my trial. Yeah, it was I never got the experience to like stand up to him during my trial because we took the plea agreement. Um and like that was really cool. It was cool that I I got to do that. I I can only imagine how powerful that felt in that moment where you get to stare that guy in the face. Yeah. And and just even though you're not speaking, she's speaking for the both of you and yeah. for any of you guys. That well, were and she made sure to like me. include that in her victim impact statement. Uh, mm-hmm. She is amazing. Yeah. She, she and I have had a good relationship since good. we found out about each other. And there was something. It's like something traumatic happened to you guys. Mm-hmm. It's like you guys were surviving the apocalypse together. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like a, a bond we didn't ask for, but yeah. also clearly needed because of what we've been this put person. through. But she's yeah, she was great. That was a really great. Thing that she she like asked the victim's advocate if I could go up with her instead of the victim ad- yeah victim advocate so it was cool it was really nice for her to like think of me like that because she knows that I didn't get that and, yeah and then I'm sure it was also partly for her to feel like she had that support yeah strength like that yeah. backup kind yeah. of like I don't have to face this alone anymore you were the victim mm-hmm. advocate that she needed yeah and vice versa and I think that it was important for him to see two of his victims too oh, together yeah. you know yeah. like you thought that you had us. You thought, like, I'm sure with me, he probably thought he got away with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, for good. Yeah, because for so I, many years. So many years, yeah. And I know that he knows that he didn't get away with it fully because my mom cut, like, all communication and then called him out. So he knew that he was kind of being held accountable, but yeah. he'd never been, like... Yeah, what, what was up with that? Like, the smear campaign that he decided that he was going to... Like, I would fear to even do something like that because I would be more it scared that it would retaliate a reaction from you guys. I know, like, I know. It was ballsy. It was, like, yeah, it was definitely very like, gutsy of him, but... Or it could have just been him just trying to get people on his side before... I think it was just, like, a last-ditch, like, <sighs> plea. He knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you guys were still... Were you guys still seeing each other before? Okay, so before I told my mom, yeah. we still saw each other. We'd still do family outings and stuff because I hadn't told my mom yet. And then after I told my mom, she never like contacted him again didn't have a relationship with him until she called him after i told her that she was allowed to call him and called him out and he basically was like i would never she's lying you know me i wouldn't do this whatever but the i just like i've never understood that like i get that like some of i've never drawn a line in the sand right i've never said like to family members like you're on his side or you're on my side. You yeah. have to believe me or you have to believe yeah. him. I don't care if you believe me. I don't yeah. give a shit. Like I know what happened. Okay. He knows what happened. He's exactly where he should be because clearly I wasn't the only person that it happened to. But and not to cut you off, but I read the manuscript. Yeah, the court doc. Yeah, I read what he said and he did not deny it. And he um, actually admitted to having pedophilia reactions to little boys as well as little girls yeah so like these are like public documents these are public documents of the things that he said during the course of his trial Mm -hmm. i i just have never understood like i and again i don't know how people deal with things like that when they're put in a situation but Mm -hmm. um i um i i wouldn't make that up because i did have a good relationship with him i did love him but that's what i was accused of was making it up of course, that's what every girl is accused of. That's why girls don't want to come forward, right? That's yeah, why yeah. 90% of girls yeah. keep it secret because yeah. we aren't fucking believed. So yeah. why would we? Why? Which is even more terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's bullshit. So, um, yeah, I, I don't understand why people would think that I would make that up. 
um, because I had a good relationship with him. I I gained nothing from it. Nope. I never went like for civil shit. I don't even know if that's possible. It's never been something I've looked into. Yeah. Like, um, and I wouldn't want to dismantle my family. That's the reason I kept it secret for so long was yeah. because I the only thing I kept thinking was like my cousins are gonna hate me. My mom's gonna hate me. Yeah. Like my mom, my dad. Like I didn't yeah. want to deal with all that. I didn't want to hurt people like that. Yeah. So I kept the hurt that had been inflicted upon me to myself for so long as to not hurt these people. Yeah. And then like to be accused that like you're making it up, it's sucky. Yeah. But like I can't take away the relationship that he and I had. Like yeah. He was a great uncle yeah. every single second up until the moment he did what he did. And I can't take that from him. I can't take the fact that he was a good uncle away. Yeah. That yeah. was something and I struggled with for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And understandable. It's kind of like, well, this is the guy that I've always loved from the time you were born yeah. until that moment. But it's like, were you having these impure thoughts before I even noticed how like yeah, he, before he, was he like, like did the action, the actual, did he have the thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure do he you, did. Yeah. yeah, because you, you never the acted first... upon them, so I can't. Yeah. Do you, Do you feel as like he was kind of like grooming you in a way up until then? Like he would rub your knots out, like yeah. to make it feel more normal, because he was like, okay, well one day I, I will have the control. Yeah. yeah. To do it. Yeah, because now that you say that, it's kind of like you. You would always rub on yeah. her back. And then when you were uncomfortable, that was his go-to. So, actually, Theory, I've never thought about that. I've never had that thought before. Really? Like, I, yeah, I never, it just, like, that's how innocent I was. And so, yeah. like, I, I really, like, until, I've never, ever thought about it that way. Like, I always just thought, like, he was just a good uncle. But, like, you're right. Like, maybe he really was grooming me. Because yeah. I know I wasn't the only niece that he would rub their shoulders. Yeah. Right. I wasn't the only the only girl in the family that he would he would rub their shoulders so maybe maybe he was i just thought it was like a a loving loving thing yeah Yeah, but i really never thought of it that way yeah i'm like wow like that that is something that i think that i would like to like explore further like like definitely like talk it over with my therapist i think that i think that that's a really interesting thing to talk about yeah Yeah, i never would have thought about it like that because when you were protesting against him touching you, that was his first thing that he was willing to do. It's like yeah. rub on your back because yeah. that's something that he sleep. he already molded that concept in your head. Like, yeah. this is normal, baby. Don't worry. And like for you, it's kind of like when he did like rub your back to sleep, it's like, okay, well now it's, this is safe. This is normal for me. Like I'm used to this. Yeah. So it's kind of like he really implanted that in your head. Like yeah. this is this is the safe. I'm protecting That's you. True, I'm man. making you feel like you can trust me. I promise I'm not doing that. Yeah. But in, in his head, he's like, no, I am. That's really actually like kind of amazing theory. I really, really never, I never would have thought of it like that. Like you just like unlocked another piece of the puzzle. <laughs> because I'm, I've always saw like, why, why, why did he never make me feel? Why did he never do anything up until that moment? Why did, why was it that day that he decided to finally act upon that? So like, that's been a thought in my head. Um, but maybe it was really there the whole time. I was just recognizing it as something innocent and pure when it was really something that was sinister. Wow. Thanks, Theory. You actually kind of helped me a little bit there. I've never thought of it like that. Turning it into, yeah, because that was the first question that she kept on saying to me when we were, like, going over the notes. And I I really was like, it's grooming. It really is grooming. And everybody looks at grooming differently. But for him to go to that 
same rubbing on your back and yeah. getting knots out of your your shoulders. It was like, yeah, that. That's that Lumen Thomas. Look at us here. Uh, we're so eating hard. healing apples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just that. Yeah. I do have a question. Um, so, like, in the time from where he, when you were 11, in the interactions before you told your mom in the police department, what did he ever try to touch you in between? No. Wow. Never. Never. That, that's telling. Like not even like when never. we were Nope. Like, that's nothing. telling. Nothing. He wow. wouldn't even push for a hug. Because yeah. he knew. Mm -hmm. Oh, that little fucker. So then it's kind of like, I'm just like, ha ha ha. Because like, I knew that like, back, looking back now, like then I was just like, ooh, like I was really scared in the moment. But now I'm like, I scared you, yeah. bitch, just as much as you scared me. Yeah. You were like, look, motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. back the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. You removed up. yourself from the situation. Oh, yeah. And then while you were in the bathroom, he had to conjure up some sort of like threat. Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, He's like, I have that. to take control yeah. of this situation yeah. again and threaten this little baby with that. Yeah. Which is sick. Not only of you, murder, but bro. your family and himself. Like, as, as a grown adult, when people tell me that they're thinking about suicide, I carry that weight. Could I can only imagine the weight that you had on your shoulders yeah. from that moment on. Like, yeah. Is would he ever kill himself? If I go through with this process, will he kill himself? Will like it's like, will he kill my mom? Will he kill me? Like it's I could never yeah, imagine especially that. Especially because weight. sorry. Especially because you, he knows that you guys are so family oriented, and he knows that mm. you love your family, mm -hmm. so you would do yeah. anything to oh, protect for them. Oh, sure, yeah. And yeah. even though he is a monster and he did something really horrible, you still would want to protect him because mm -hmm. you—that's your uncle. You love him, so it's just sickening that he can even say like, "No, like I will kill you and your whole family and yeah. myself." Yeah. Like, I love you. I don't yeah. want you to die. I don't exactly. Want to die. Yeah. yeah. Like but I like, didn't want you hurt this. me. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I, like, it doesn't have to be like this. <laughs> yeah, it does not. It shouldn't. It shouldn't even shut off. And it's yeah. kind of sad that there's a lot of people that get threatened by that. And even though you did stand up and speak, they still will not speak and stand up for themselves. Because yeah. they still have that in their mind. Like, they're going to kill me or my family or themselves. Well, that threat, like, alone, just saying those words, yeah. that was a 10-year... That was 10 years that he yeah. got suspended because of, like, just that. The... Molestation was twenty five, mm. and the the threat was ten years. Mm. Wow. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're threatening an eleven year old. Yeah, with murder. That's my yeah, thing. It's like it's not just like oh oh, oh beat, beat your ass. ass. Yeah. No. Like, I was looking at his um his mugshot, and I I just was like, doesn't even look like him. It, I don't I don't know I don't know him. Yeah, like I don't know him at all. I don't know him. He doesn't the same. Yeah, I looked at his Facebook page and I just was like... He keeps popping up on my Facebook page. No, I'm sure he's blocked uh, somewhere he's blocked He's not, I don't think that... Um, but saying. I haven't told them that we're related. <laughs> so they do not know. They, they do not know. Um, but this this is the man that was ultimately supposed to adopt theory. This is the, the family. Mm -hmm. And this is why I say it's personal. So um, from that moment i could never look at him the same from the time that i learned about his gnawing desires mm -hmm. 
in his behavior. I have never looked at him the same. Yeah. Um, I can't even imagine. Like, you, first of all, Theory was, like, the cutest baby ever. (laughs) I was going to say that when I found out about the story, I found out um, when we lived here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I found out. um, About Uncle Tommy. Uncle Tommy. And then, you know, I already knew that he and him and his wife were supposed to adopt me. And when I found out about your story, I thought, like, gosh. Like, yeah, like, how if, did that make you feel? Yeah, um, that, like, what if that, what if that was me? Like, what if, like, my mom did just go through with the adoption because she was so, like, oh, well, my future, my future. Like, you had to do what you had to do. Girl, go and, ahead. Release, um, girl. <laughs> what if, like, they went through with it and that was me? Like, I could be a completely different person, like, completely different person if he decided like oh well i'm gonna do it to you yeah you know he doesn't care like it just it is very sickening to think like i don't want to say like out of like this disrespect but like i could be like a victim Mm -hmm. and so scared to think that like that could be me yeah no i think that's a fair and valid and i'm thankful (laughs) so blessed that you decided to keep me i see my foot my foot in the air i just did you crack yeah i did it just is scary. It's so scary to think that, like, I mean, even if he didn't, like, even if he didn't, like, think of me like that, it's just scary to think, like, that could be me. I mean, it can still be me to this day from anyone, but, yeah. like, I could have been living with that monster, and I wonder how, like, if I did live with him and I was a victim, how, like, how would you feel from that? You wouldn't even know. You're just opening up, like, really, like, hard to deal with doors right now. <laughs> I mean, we've we've had this discussion yeah. before, and I cannot answer how I would feel. How I feel right now is angry yeah. and pissed off for my cousin and other family members. I'm raging. Yeah. So me, I would have definitely felt guilty. I probably wouldn't be able to face myself with the reality of my selfishness. Yeah. Because you know, I did want you to go to somebody that I I thought you could trust. He was a very family-oriented individual. Yeah, we Everyone involved. could trust him. He was very Everyone. involved in yeah. all of our lives. So I knew that he loved his children. Mm-hmm. I knew he loved me. Mm-hmm. I knew he loved her. I knew he loved... I, he He was loving. He was yeah. a very he was loving an uncle. Great and he was, man. Yeah. He was married. He had a, a beautiful family. So I that wasn't a threat to me. So when I was also faced with that reality, it was like, <gasps> what could I... I could have... But I don't like to think about what it could have, should have. Because then I would go down a spiral of, like, damn, Danielle, like, you were just a shitty individual one (sighs) time in your life. I think about those times when we interacted after that. And it's kind Mm -hmm. of, like, damn, she was damaged. Like, we're at family reunions. Mm -hmm. And you didn't know. And I didn't know. I mean, but that's that's why that's why I did it so that nobody else knew. You I know. know, like that's why I kept it in so long, yeah. because I know it's not easy for anybody. I mean, still look at us. It's a it's a subject that we talk about today because yeah. it's been so damaging to everyone. The whole the whole family. Yeah, but so, not as damaging it as it is to you. Yeah, yeah. You had the like we can we can sympathize with you because yeah. it never happened to us. Like we can be a product of your environment and we can feel your emotions, but we can never live in your situation ever so as an outsider as i'm sitting here and i'm sitting in your emotions i i still can't 
feel what you felt that moment. Yeah. yeah. Like I can I can still have hatred for him. I can have sympathy for you. I can have sympathy for you know his kids and our the family in general, but I can never sit in that emotion that you had. Mm-hmm. Well, I think like I think I that mean, made sense. No, I think like the thing is though, instead of like focusing on that because i think we've like given that a lot for a long time you know yeah it sucked and like yeah it was difficult um and it like i'll I'll never be like fully healed from us none of or from it none of us will but um i mean like look at like the honest and open conversations that we've been able to have like with each other and like with our children and Mm -hmm. stuff like that because of it and like the bonds that we've built with the people that we've gone through this with and the appreciation that we have for each other and like the safety that we feel with each other. I think that's like really huge. So he's a shitty person. He did a shitty thing. Um, he'll never, that'll never go away. He'll never, you know, he'll never be different in my mind, but like the things that he gave us in doing such a malicious thing that he didn't know that he was like giving us, like, I mean, I mean, if I'm not going to be able to change the, the past, then yeah. things for the stuff that helps us build a better future. Yeah. 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 Like, I know I ask you a lot. I've asked you a lot since you were, like, a little kid. Um, because of Jordan. Um, like, do... Has anybody ever touched you? No. Well, don't do that. Um, okay. Um, no one's ever, like, touched me, like, in a perf, like, like, I don't know how to, like, like, no, like, never, like, like, to that, that extent. To that extent. Um, no. Like, like, if someone, like, touches my shoulder, like, yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Like, yes. Like, yes. Like, someone's touched me, but not, like, inappropriately to where I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, that's... Nothing has, like, made yeah. you feel so uncomfortable or unsafe enough that you thought that it was something that needed to yeah, be brought Yeah, but, up. like, someone's, like, touched me, and I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, I I think you just Ill. scared the shit out of your mom. Yeah, yeah. my heart is in my ear. <laughs> I don't think I heard anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really long road to the yeah. no. I like, I think like... Sorry, my ear, my heart is really in my ear. You can cut this person's name out, but when we live in Allegheny, um, schoolmate, next door neighbor, neighbor, what, where? She lived up the street. What, where were we living? Allegheny. She knew how to go up the block on our house was just like, oh, it goes that way. Um, her brother, like, just like he just like like touched, like touched me, and I was touched just, like, where? Like, he just touched my shoulder. I'm not doing very good at this. And yeah. I was yeah, just like, it's okay. Like, oh, uh, like, because he was like 17. So he just like touched my shoulder. And I was just like, like, ew. Like, just that's the only thing that's like, I'm convinced. Like, it didn't to. make you feel danger. And like, not in danger, danger, it just made you feel like, icky. Like, yeah. like, ill. Like, you're like, 
ill. That's so when you said like has anyone ever touched you? Um, that's the first thing I thought of. Like, ill because I felt icky. That's sorry. The image is scary. Oh my god. We're gonna end this. Screw take me up to the thing. Scary. Now, now talk to me. No. Yeah. No, I promise though. No, but no I think maybe ever... maybe in like <laughs> she wasn't trying to scare you. Yeah, she in... was just trying to maybe find a thing that related to. Yeah, like in my head, like that's like that's like. That made me feel weird. Like, it's, like, the closest you can relate like, to. To feeling okay. unsafe. Yes. Not, like, someone's never touched me. It's okay. Me. Look, she's, like, chewing on it. She's, yeah, like, going to fight somebody. Yeah, I don't know. Like, no. But, wow. I mean, ever since, ever since I can, like, remember, my mom's always asked me, I can come home from school, or I can come from a friend's house, or I can come from anywhere. And she's like, did someone touch you? Yeah. Yeah, I asked Courtney. Do you, yeah. Know, yeah. Do you know good and bad touch? Do you, like... Because you never know, and I don't care if you're a relative, I don't care if anything, if that's anything that you have taught me, I mean, you taught me a lot, but um, family is not safe either. Oh, no one's safe. And Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the time, molestation comes from people that you trust and love. Mm -hmm. And the closest people to you. Yeah, Yeah. so that's even more terrifying for a lot of the kids and women and people, because the predator is the people that they think that will not do it to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like to use the hurt people, hurt pre- people yeah, but sure. concept, sure. but it, it, it really does stem from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but As it's someone kinda, who was hurt for a long time and didn't deal with it, hurt people definitely hurt people. Yeah, hurt people do hurt people. Um, I know his excu- a lot of his, his excuses come from alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And I know that was one of his excuses to you. It was mm-hmm. like, Hey, I haven't drank in a long time. Mm-hmm. When he so, said that, <clears throat> yeah, it's kind like, of like, oh, thanks, wow. But yeah, <laughs> but it's like if you were having these thoughts while you were drinking, wouldn't it encourage you not to drink anymore? Yeah, you would think. I wouldn't want to have those thoughts. I wouldn't want to have that that impure mindset. Yeah. And like, who knows, like maybe, I don't know, maybe you are yeah. born with it. I don't yeah. I don't see any other way that it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't see any other way that it could just happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like as a society, we have the responsibility to act on things that are appropriate and not act on things that are inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Every single day, I'm faced with some situation that makes me want to just haul off and like smack the shit out of somebody, but I can't do that because <laughs> it's illegal, because it's frowned upon, because it's just genuinely not right. You yeah. can't do that. You can't do bad things. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't do bad things. Yeah, as a species, we have these natural urges, like yeah. jealousy, rage, like we just have these natural emotions. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that just want to kill somebody out of anger yeah. and they do it. That's like a natural response yeah but i mean and like i don't know the definition maybe pedophilia is a hmm. is a mental illness right yeah but like i have depression but it's within me to make sure that i'm not letting my depression take over me yeah i have anxiety but it's within me yeah. to make sure that i'm not letting my anxiety take over me i have adhd but it's within me to make sure that i'm not letting that take yeah. over me yeah. so if being a pedophile is a mental illness it is it, it is up to you to make sure that that yeah. doesn't win like i yeah. mean it's still like i don't know i can't i'm not justifying anything for for mm. pedophiles because yeah. mm. it's completely unacceptable in any way shape or form but yeah. like it's also up to you to make sure that you're not endangering people for your own sick but, yeah like satisfaction. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and if, if you are aware that you're having these thoughts maybe it is time for you to see a therapist 
outreach to somebody, mm -hmm. tell somebody, stop doing the things that if you're being triggered, if alcohol is your trigger, that makes you think that maybe you shouldn't fucking do it. Yeah. Or if it's drugs or watching a certain movie or smoking a cigarette. These are triggers for people yeah. that mm -hmm. have mental illnesses. So why why is it any why isn't it any better for you to not, you know, yeah. follow through with protecting others from your bad thoughts or actions? Yeah. There's a lot of pedophiles that are in rehab without even touching anybody. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of people that are out here that do suffer from wanting to touch little kids or R-A-P-E somebody, mm -hmm. uh, but they get help because they feel, they know that it's not right natural. It's, yeah. It goes against anything society is, that's whatever society stands for. And I take my hat off to those people that acknowledge that how they're feeling isn't natural and they get help before they do touch somebody mm -hmm. but Tommy he knew that he was having these feelings and his in thoughts but never did anything about it mm -hmm. and he acted on it and he preyed on people that he felt like he could intimidate mm -hmm. and that's unfair for you mm -hmm. and unfair for the rest of them because you guys didn't deserve it you loved him you you yeah. loved and trusted somebody that was wearing a mask. All of the responsibility falls on Tommy's shoulders. Yeah. It's yeah. his responsibility to make sure that nobody got hurt at his own. And he didn't do anything. Hand. Yeah. No. He didn't do anything to protect you guys. I want to touch on that topic that um you said, like, you get help or that you, it's within yourself to, you know, keep that in. I just um watched a documentary of a 15-year-old boy and he told his parents, like, I'm having these dreams and thoughts of R-A-P-I-N-G, my siblings. Oh, yeah, I seen that. You seen that? Yeah. And he was like, I need help. Like, you need to put me in the hospital. And um, he told the people in the hospital, do not let me out because the thoughts are just getting worse. Mm -hmm. And I, when you say, like, you know, they, they know it's bad and they want to get help. Like, for not, I'm not trying to put ages on it. Like for fifteen, like wow, like you, yeah. you but there's yeah. forty year old men or forty year old women out there that still like won't get help. No, I mean for sure, he's like fifteen years old. Your brain's not fully developed. Forty years yeah. old, you should fucking know about it. Yeah, yeah. You should fucking know about yeah, but it's like at least he and he and to this day he's still there, which is yeah. oh wow, crazy. yeah, he's wow. still there because yeah. he's like I the thought is just getting stronger and stronger wow. and stronger. I mean that's why it's kind of hard to feel sorry for anybody that is apologetic. Because mm -hmm. you, like, you knew, and it's not yeah. like it's 1940 and there's no resources. It's the 21st century. Century, yeah. And it's 2023. <laughs> I mean, everyone has urges and like impulses and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I, full blown shopaholic. If my fiance watches this, he'll be able to say that. Like full blown, I love shopping. That serotonin, I just screamed at him the other day because I I, he opened a package before I got to it, and I was like, Daddy, open my packages. Why like, do you do that? That's what I'm saying, Tina Junior. Yeah, it's so rude. That. Like, you don't even care what's in it. You just want to take the joy from it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to know. Like, it's my it's box. So it's it's mine. so rude. But when that credit card bill comes and I have to, like, be accountable for the money that I spent, like, that's on me to handle those impulses. Yeah. And, like, that's my, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's the same but different. Like, yeah. it's still an impulse. It's an impulse. Wanting to touch yeah. people when they don't fucking want you to touch them yeah. is an impulse that you should be able to fucking control. Just like you two with these, you guys are shaking the table. Yes. I'm so sorry. I totally agree. Accountability is something that a lot of people have to take 
in consideration when you are doing things like that regardless if it's impulse shopping or gambling or touching people that you shouldn't be fucking touching if you were to um i don't know if you would feel comfortable but if you were to see your abuser today what would you tell him um i would definitely I, I always thought this was so cliche but i would definitely tell him that i forgive him um not for him but for me yeah but like also i would just be like you suck first of all yeah um you're exactly where you belong mm -hmm. you can sit here and deny everything for the rest of your days but like you admitted to it number one and number two you have to live with this every day just like i do yeah mm -hmm. but like also like i'm so done with yeah. you like oh god you just don't even matter anymore yeah. like i'm taking the lessons and leaving behind the pain like girl fuck you forever yeah like from the bottom of my heart fuck yeah. you for everything you took from me mm -hmm. and everything you Ooh. made me deal with it i didn't fucking want to give me you you are a powerhouse though like you've always been one of those strong individuals that outspoken you know, they're I mean, <laughs> outspoken but you know no but she wasn't always like this when we were no, kids, i'm saying now as like an adult yeah but she you are just forceful like you walk into a room and you say exactly what you want to say how you want to say it and you're unapologetic for yourself i don't know if everybody loves that but i do i, I respect it i, I respect mean it. i mean we butt heads sometimes yeah because it comes from a good place yeah but it's like at the end of the day you know i love and respect who you are and who you become and i there's nothing that this world can do to you that can make you feel small like how he did yeah and i always want you to remember that mm. because you are so forceful you intimidate his existing mm. like, i can't respect people that know damn well that he hurt people that is he's supposed to love yeah so i love that you took the high high road but i think it's disgusting that people in our family support him I, I yes she i know what she said it's difficult. I, I, it's difficult to come to grips with, but um, I can be pissed off for you. I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, you. Do. I'm gonna own yeah, that. Yeah, because it's disgusting. Yeah, and it's not just one, and it wasn't just you. And if you look at the relationship that you had with this man, it should be all the more reason why everybody should be more pissed off and defending yeah. you. They need because, to talk to theory because I didn't even know he was grooming me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, yeah, we when we read it, it's just like wow. It is. It, yeah, really but it is. And it's, it's like, like, I, I, I do love all the family members that. You can love them and not agree with what they're doing. I, I would never agree with that. I would never, if you bring his name up at family functions, I will tell you to stop. <laughs> you do too. <laughs> don't, don't fucking talk about this man in front of me. Yeah. Because he's disgusting. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand that part. And like, that's my thing. It's like, um. I you can you can have a relationship with him you can do whatever you can believe him you can support him you can whatever that's I mean I don't agree with it but like I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your life however don't bring him up in front of me I don't want to talk about him like I'm trying to be as graceful as I can in a situation that deserves no grace and like don't like don't bring it that's just a respect thing like don't fucking talk about him very insensitive of people to bring this man up as if he's just a regular person. Yeah. Right. I will say that with my cousins, particularly the one that I'm closest with. Yeah. I don't know if we renamed her or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anna, okay. Um, 
she and I do talk about him, yeah. but it's completely different just because that was her father. Yeah. And she and I are the most, um, like, I don't know, I guess, out of all of her siblings, the most healed and the most accepting yeah. of, like, yeah. each other's roles in the situation. Like, she yeah. still has a relationship with her dad. She doesn't yeah. obviously, like, support whatever. Yeah. It's not like she's, like... You know, I'm stand behind one hundred percent. She stands behind a father she, figure. Yeah, she's like, you know, she gets it. She's supportive of me. She believes me, and we keep our our relationship very like respectful in that sense. I respect yeah. her relationship with her oh, father. Yeah. She respects the relationship that happened between her father and I. Yeah. Um. But yeah. she and I will talk about him. But yeah. it's like it's different. It's yeah. not like being at a family function and Aunt like June walks up and is like, oh let's talk about Tommy. And I'm like, um, let's not. I'd yeah, rather choke yeah. on a chicken wing. Yeah, me too. And then, like, with Anna, um, it's, it's more of, like, an intimate level. Yeah, it's, but... With, and, and it's coming from a place of, like, wanting to understand each other more. So, so with his kids, when I say fuck all the people that support him... Yeah. I, th- that's different. The children are off limits. Mm-hmm. Children are always off limits because they have no choice of yeah. who their parents are. Mm-hmm. And, and it um, directly affects their lives. And it Aunt June... Yeah. You don't know. Mm-mm. Yeah, We're, we don't talk about that one. Yeah, we don't and, like her. Angela, Angela's not real. It's a cover. Yeah, we're talking about the people that love him. No, but his children, I I would expect them to. Yeah, you know, love it's hard that character. Mm-hmm. But and I respect the fact that you and Anna have a great relationship. Yeah, it's it does mean a lot to the family to see that you guys still hold on to that bond that you guys had since yeah. you guys were children. Well, so. and I just, I love her so much. Yeah. And she like, is she an incredible legit was my first best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I, my life would be completely different if I didn't have her in it. So yeah. she means a lot to me. Yeah. Anna, before, yeah. before like we get off of here, is there anything that you want to tell them? Yeah. Um, I kind of touched on this a little bit, but, um, we have the numbers, you know, just statistically speaking, there are more victims than there are abusers. Mm-hmm. So we don't have anything to fear because we have each other. Yeah. And if you don't feel like you have anyone, you do. Like, if you feel like you don't have a person, I'll be your person. You can find me on social media if you do enough digging. Like, I will be there for anyone who feels like they don't have anyone because I felt like I didn't have anyone. But, like, we don't have to continue to be victims. Like, we don't. It'll never go away, The what happened to us. But, like, we don't. We can be the power. Like, we can take it back. You guys we can have be, the numbers. You guys can be victors. Yeah. We have the numbers and we have the strength. Like, yes. we can do this. Like, they are cowards. And, and they prey on people. They don't have the courage to do it in they're just assholes they just suck and like we have like all of the strength we have everything we have the courage we have everything that they bestowed upon us that we never asked for and like there's no reason why we need to be afraid of these fucking people anymore there's no reason well fucking said i will put jordan waxter's at on facebook instagram i will also put it in the comment section on our patreon apple spotify Anywhere you guys follow us, we will attach Jordan's information if you wanted to reach out to her and have a conversation one-on-one because I'm sure she would be thrilled to have us sit down. Um, but to know that you are not alone is the the end game here. Yeah. Just know that you are not alone and don't let these motherfuckers think that they have the power over you because you have the power within yourself. Mm-hmm. And you do have a strong community and we will leave resources on our Instagram, Eaton Rotten Apples Pod with any kind of resource that you may need 
and um i'm just really happy that we got to touch scratch scratch this surface so okay. don't forget to like comment and share on all of our feeds don't forget to follow us on instagram tiktok facebook youtube and youtube eating rotten apples pod this is danny with the y this is theory with an i and you just eating rotten apples bye bye